Ben. I'm Megan. And we are Expecting Twins. Join us each week as we talk about twin stuff from how our babies are doing to helpful tips everyone can use. Welcome to the Twinning Podcast. And welcome to another episode of the Twinning Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Megan. And I guess, where are we? Where are we week-wise? Or where are we physically? <laughs> I say physically. Let's just go for it. So currently we're sitting in the hospital, just kind of waiting it out. We're like 31, 31, plus, 31 weeks plus four today. Um, and we came into the hospital a couple of days ago. So. Yeah. So, you know, usually we talk about how the babies are doing. Um, and how you're doing and stuff like that. But let's just, I think, let's just tell everyone, like, kind of what happened. Yeah. I mean, let's go right from the beginning. You called me on Tuesday around noon. Yep. And you were like, don't be alarmed. (laughs) But I'm just not feeling right. You're like, my stomach's a little gurgly. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're like, what? There's some pressure. Mm -hmm. And I'm a little tight it's tight down there tight like it just in my abdomen so you came to the hospital and you called the doc you just called our doctor yeah i called my because i am seen through the perinatologist or the perinatology clinic and i um i called them and it took them a while to call me back but they did and she basically asked me, she's like, I, I told her my symptoms, and she's like, well, what do you think? And I said, well, so to be honest, I said, I'm calling you. And I said, I don't usually call you. I've not done that. So I said, something made me call you. It was just like an I mean, intuition. It wasn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't like anything that was really, really scary like any one thing but it was a few things like little things that just made me call them things that you hadn't been feeling before yeah well some of them I had been like I had been feeling some tightness and stuff but I don't know some just something some intuition just made me call them and so that was on a Tuesday afternoon and yep. so walk us through what happened then yeah, I mean, I, I drove myself to the hospital. I walk in here, and I thought, okay, they're just going to check me out. They're going to tell me I'm crazy and send me home, right? Yeah. Um, I walked in, and I kind of told them what was going on, and they just kind of did a little speculum check, and they saw that I was two centimeters dilated. <laughs> wow, okay. So. So then what did they say to you then? They said, well, because you're pregnant with twins and because you're not quite 32 weeks, we're going to admit you to the hospital. We're going to give you some steroid shots and we're going to put you on a magnesium drug um, to kind of help the babies out, see if we can delay labor a little bit longer. Because at that point, they didn't really, they hadn't really hooked me up to monitors or anything. They didn't know if I was contracting or if the two centimeters had been there all along or what the deal was so. but you were in no real like oh it was like pain. super super painful or anything like that it was just tightness it was exactly like i've been saying for a few weeks like i've been having like some braxton hicks and yep but then like 
that accompanied with like gurgly stomach and the um the pressure like all of it happened and then like I'll be honest I think something that I'll I need to like thank this lady but like something that one of my coworkers said to me Tuesday morning she's like Megan those babies look like they've dropped and Maybe it just made me start thinking about it a little bit more. Like things are starting to set into reality, make you more conscious or aware of your body. Or, or, yeah. You know, where you just start like, oh man. Maybe. And have the, okay, so knowing where the babies are now, have they dropped much actually? I don't know that they have. They just looked like they dropped. To her, they did. and you It know, could have been all, and we've all known this too, it could be what you're wearing. Yeah, but I mean, you got to, I mean, she sees me every day, but I, or she sees me every day at work. But I see, I mean, I look at myself all the time, right? So like, it's probably different for somebody to look at me head on, see me a couple times a day versus me to see myself. So she probably might notice that a little bit more. That and like, you know, she's, her kids are, actually, one of her daughters is pregnant now, and so I think, like... She is a little bit more aware of it. She's a little more aware of... Yeah. So then, after you're in the triage, and at the hospital we're at, the triage is located right next to the, like, the birthing area, and labor and delivery area. And mm-hmm. when I, you called me and said, or you sent me a text and said, um, you should come with the doctor... Uh, you should come bring the bags. And so that's when I went into, like, oh, boy, dad mode. So I'm flying home. No, you, you, I didn't even say bring the bags. You said, you, I you text texted that, me, like, yep. do I need to bring the bags? I said because yes. Because when you said yes, I was almost to the hospital. Oh. Because you hadn't texted, so I was, like, almost, like, a mile or so away. Mm-hmm. And, um. Go ahead. I was making sure you don't touch the mic. Our new microphones for the hospital, live at the hospital, live at the compound. <laughs> and so when you had texted me, I ran home, and then that's when I called my mom and dad and said, you guys need to come up and get the dog. Not sure what's happening, but we're not going to be home. And so I did, went and grabbed our go bags. I get to the hospital. They walk me into the labor and delivery room where, um, in, all, in my mind, this is where you're going to have your baby. You know, this is where people have babies. That's what room we're in. Mm-hmm. And so I walk in, and you're not here. And they're like, oh, she'll be here any minute. And about five minutes later, they wheeled you in. Mm-hmm. And um, that's when we... So, like, let's take everyone through that first day. I mean, because that was kind of nerve-wracking for me. Yeah. I mean, this whole thing has been very nerve-wracking for both of us. But on Tuesday night... They they gave, they started you on a magnesium drip. Yep. Oh, we'll pause it. Can I give me your mic? All right, and we're back. Sorry about that. Given that we're still in the hospital, we have nurses stopping in and doctors stopping in all the time. <laughs> Wouldn't you say? Yeah. So we are talking about Tuesday, just kind of. You know, when we got to the hospital. Or when we got into the labor and delivery room, they started you on this magnesium drip. Yeah. And the, they gave me the steroid shots. And a shots. couple steroid shots. And so at this point, the magnesium 
and the steroids were both there to help these kids out to the best that they can. Yeah, so the, the steroid was is to um, help develop the lungs, and then the magnesium was to help with, like, they give it to women who are under 32 weeks to help with cerebral palsy, mm-hmm. to help the baby's brains develop. Yeah, and so with that, it's, I mean, yeah. And so we're at 31 weeks, what, two days when we came in on Tuesday? Yep. And so this magnesium, though, kind of sent you into a, it's kind of icky yeah. feeling. Yeah, so it was, I was fine. At, like the, Actually, I take that back. When they first put me on the drip, they did like a big bolus. So they basically gave me a, a huge amount, uh, well, huge in quotes, I guess, amount and it made me feel really, like, flush. Now, my sister had warned me about this. She was mm-hmm. like, you know, you're going to feel pretty crappy. Yeah. Um, after the doctor here was trying to sugarcoat it, so that was kind of funny. But anyways, that's an aside. Um, so they gave me this huge amount, and, like, it, it just made me feel really flush. And, like, I mean, I had, like, wet washcloths on my face and neck. Um, it just didn't feel well. And, like, I started to feel better yep. um, until, so they started that at, like, 4 o'clock or so. On Tuesday night, or Tuesday on afternoon. Tuesday, and I was fine through that evening, it, like, after after a couple hours of the big dose, I was fine. And then um, through maybe mid-morning the next morning, and then I started to feel, like, my eyes were crossing and just really kind of funny, like yeah. And so when you're like I was seeing two of people. <laughs> yeah. And when you're on, when you're getting the magnesium drip, at our hospital they limit your fluids to yeah. about a hundred milliliters per hour. Two hundred. They li- yeah because it was two hundred because fifty was coming from the saline and they fifty or seventy five was coming oh, from like, like the saline and the, yeah. yeah. So then I got a hundred I got hundred and twenty five of other So like water or apple juice or yep. jello. Yep. And so you couldn't eat anything either during this twenty four hour period. No. And so we I don't know if you remember, we sat down with that mm-hmm. doctor on uh, sorry, another one of your alarms are going off hello. Uh we sat down with one of the residents on Tuesday and we were asking about what's going on. Are you gonna give like deliver these babies on Tuesday night? And, you know, he was pretty confident in saying, you know, you know, we can't we don't have the crystal ball. I think that's their go to line mm-hmm. here. Um, so we can't tell you, but you know, this magnesium should prevent labor for the next few days. And or should just like slow. Slow it down. Enough to get the the full dose of steroids, and that was kind of the goal. Yeah. And so then we come to... So the, the rest of the night was pretty uneventful. And all day Wednesday was pretty uneventful. It was a pretty boring day. Yep. Which is good. Yes. Good, good boring in the hospital. Yep. And so right around 4 o'clock, they gave you another, the other set of steroids. Mm-hmm. And decided to discontinue the magnesium. Yep. So you can eat. 
Or because you're you weren't progressing, you weren't having yeah. labor, you weren't going into contractions. Yeah. And I mean, they knew I was feeling crummy. Yeah. But I, I mean, I guess everybody feels crummy on that. With that magnesium yeah. stuff is nasty. So, why don't you tell people like kind of? So they took me off of the drip, and they were going to move me to the antepartum floor. And what is the antipartum floor? It just that's kind of like you go there after you've delivered the babies, and then they kind of have like people like that are doing like hospital stays or like hospital bed rest or some. Well, I guess they don't really do bed rest anymore. People that they need to keep a very close eye on. Yeah, they keep them on these two floors. That it's almost like it becomes your new residence, your new home. <laughs> home. Um, so anyways, they were going to move me up there, um, so I wasn't kind of taking up space in the labor and delivery, you know, floor where I didn't really need to be, right? Um, and, but they, before they did that, they wanted to check my cervix to make sure it hadn't progressed any. So... They checked my cervix, and it was three centimeters, which was more than it was when I was admitted on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So they're like, well, we're not going to move you. We're going to keep you down here. We need to throw you back on the magnesium. And And we'll monitor it further. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll finish the magnesium, and then we'll see how you're doing tomorrow. So... They did their check. I talked to the doctor. I was like, you know, can I go for, can I get up and walk around before you put me back on the drip? Because, like, I had been in bed for 24 hours. And they're like, yeah. So I go to, we go to put my pants back on and, like, gush of blood. Like, a couple gushes of blood just came, right? Large gushes of blood. (laughs) Yeah. And, um... Which was very scary. Um, so we grabbed the doctor, and they're like, you need to get back in bed. Yeah. Um, so got and back And they were very bed. confused, too. Very confused. Yeah. Yeah. We were confused. I mean, everybody was I was confused. scared out of my mind. Yeah. After I got the doctor, and I was sitting out in the hallway while they, like, cleaned up everything. And yeah. It was just very nerve-wracking, like... You know, just kind of not sure what was going to happen. Were the babies on their way out? Mm-hmm. To me, somebody that's not a medical professional, I'm like, was that the amniotic fluid? Mm-hmm. Was that the mucus plug? Yeah. And they still really have no idea. Yeah. So we kind of went into this freakout mode for, and this was around, what, 7 o'clock last night? Yeah. We kind of went into this freakout mode after having a great day. After going and getting some good food, bringing mm-hmm. it back to the mm-hmm. hospital for you. After being getting excited about going for a little walk, and then all yeah. this stuff. This was like just, you know, as I think somebody said before, when you're in the hospital um, with your cardiac condition, you have the the hospital has its roller roller coasters, mm-hmm. and its ups and downs, and you know, all day yesterday it was a great up. I mean, you had me already pack everything ready to move. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the blood happened. Yeah. 
And so we spent the night again in the labor and delivery room. Mm -hmm. Kind of every single doctor that sees us gives us a different idea. Like, if you might be able to go home. We might send you home. Yeah, well, you'll probably go upstairs for a day or two, then we'll go home. Um, mm -hmm. To the doctor this morning saying, yeah, you're probably not going home. <laughs> yeah. And so that brings us to Wednesday. Thir what day is today? Thursday. That brings us to Thursday morning. And, yeah. I mean, Wednesday night was rough. Yeah. I didn't sleep. Um, I didn't sleep the night before either, but I didn't sleep last night. And Talk about the things that go on your belly. Oh, I mean, talk yeah. about everything that's plugged into you they, right now. Yeah, so they've got they've got me up to telemetry, so they're monitoring my heart. And then they've got... Um, they've got monitors on my belly to monitor both babies yep. and the contractions, any yep. contractions so that I would have. Like, three, yep. hockey pucks on your belly. Yep, which is difficult because, like, babies move, right? So you, they'll, the babies will move out and they won't be tracking them anymore, so then they have to come back in and adjust the monitors to make sure that we're, they're tracking the babies. Mm-hmm properly and then i'm hooked up to this drip and this iv going into your hand yeah and then you have the boots or yeah. calf things that, that i don't mind so much <laughs> no and then yesterday afternoon or evening after the blood thing they put you on a catheter oh yeah i mean so you are just full-on hooked up yeah and i think I think between everything, I think I think between the blood, the fact that nobody knew what was going on, the fact that our babies were still perfectly fine. The girls look on the screen; their heart rates are fine, their movement is fine. Mm -hmm. Mom was doing fine, except for the blood, mm -hmm. and except with, and with nobody having any type of good answer. I think that kind of freaked us out even more. Yeah, at least me, because nobody. And I know they don't have a crystal ball. I'm not asking for that, but just tell us. And at least the nurses have been great mm -hmm. in telling you kind of everything's fine. Yeah. And so then this morning. Well, yeah. So what? I we I slept most of the morning. They gave me Benadryl at like five o'clock, not five a.m. Not because I'm like. I've got allergies, but because, like, I just couldn't sleep, right? So. As she's yawning, as she's, like, uh, exhausted she's again. Well hopefully. Um, so they gave me Bindrel, and I slept most of the morning. I snuck out. Awesome. I snuck out and did some stuff around the house, went for a run to clear my mind. And then the rest of the day has been pretty uneventful. Except you just, we just can't get any answers. Yeah. They did check your cervix this morning. Yep. And there's no progression from yesterday's yep. check, which is good. Yep. Uh, and then at like 4 o'clock today, they took you off that magnesium. Mm-hmm. And you're able to have lots of water, and you had your first meal again. Mm-hmm. So we're going to pause. The nurse is coming in. Hey. And we're back. Are you back? I'm back. So, um, you know, things I wanted just to touch on, it was like, we've had a lot of just nervous moments over these last 
three days. Yep. But, you know, having a chance to sit down with the doctor, um, the doctor we actually met before we even knew we were having twins, um, you know, and he kind of reassured everything. Made, basically made it sound like he's aiming for us to make it to 34 weeks. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he said, ideally, you go until 37, he's like, but um, he's like, we don't really know what's wrong, like, what happened, why you bled so much. He's like, could be a couple of things, um, but their goal is to not, like, mess around up in there anymore to, to do any sort of checks unless I'm feeling, like, contractions or whatever, which I'm not. Yep. Um... So we just got to be pretty vocal about how I'm feeling, and it's gonna make you take it easy upstairs. Yeah. You're gonna be staying here. Yeah, I'll stay here, just kind of hanging out. And then, um, you know, just he's basically said uh, he kept hinting at that 34 weeks, but yeah. it could be he's like, I don't have the crystal ball again, and it could be any day now. Yeah. But, um, and then also when you get dilated to like five or six centimeters, they're also going to plan for a C-section too. Right, right. Because they don't want, because baby A is butt, butt down right now. Right. And so there's some chance of some risk there as well. Correct. But I think if you were to talk to us on Tuesday on a like one to ten as a panic scale, I would have been at about a six or seven yeah will you agree on tuesday probably six on tuesday and then last night at this time i was probably about a 12 <laughs> <laughs> don't make me laugh i just had a catheter in me i might like actually like pee pee myself <laughs> <laughs> oh man, i'm getting myself used to bodily fluids and blood though yes you are but today i'm like back down to like a three or a four yeah yeah, it was and good I, to talk to him, and yeah. I mean, and we don't know. Like right now, I feel good. Um, I'm, I have some dizziness. Um, so like, my cardiologist came in today, and yeah. she raised my, um, the pacemaker is my pacemaker is set to seventy beats per minute. She raised it to eighty. That kind of made me feel a little nauseous, or yeah, a little nauseated. But that's also just to like kind of help push all yeah. this extra blood through your body. Right. And then, like, sorry, guys, I'm yawning, but then we, um, um, we, uh, because they had me on the magnesium drip, they, yeah. I was kind of reduced on fluid, so I'm dehydrated. So I just feel a little, like, off, like, dizzy and whatnot, so... Um, so you can get some more fluids in you. Yeah, I've counted some. about a thousand c milliliters of fluid, so forty ounces of fluid. Yeah. So and then hopefully we get a good night's sleep and things go well and we yeah. have a good news. Uneventful report. day tomorrow. No, a couple uneventful days and we have good news to report next Tuesday on our yeah. Regularly when we have our next, uh, yeah, our next doctor's appointment on our growth scale. Yeah, so we'll know how big these babies are. Yeah, because that is still kind of up in the air. Yeah. So as for the tip of the day. My tip of the day is, ladies, just listen to your intuition. If you're, 
I that's the only reason I came in here I think is like is there just something that just didn't feel right and I'm actually not a person that would normally do something like that I'm probably the last person to raise my hand and say I need help but something about how I felt on Tuesday just made me feel like I needed to call so my tip for you guys is just to listen to your body, listen to your intuition, and if you're if you're feeling something's not right, there's no harm in coming in and being seen. And then if they, if yeah. nothing's wrong, they'll send you home. Yeah, yeah. So everything is good on our end. Yep, we're just taking it day by day right now. Yep. So any thoughts and prayers that you guys want to send our way, we'd be thankful for. Yep. And send us messages on Facebook, too. Yeah. You know. um, we've got a lot of downtime right now. Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> so, um, unless there's anything big uh, that happens, we'll talk to everyone next week. Thanks, everyone. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.